0: You know, this year has been some year. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> this has been some kind of year, right? But, uh, and it's just, you know, this Christmas season, it feels different to me. Amen. I'm just, I just got to tell you the truth. It feels different. It's like, um, you know, with all the COVID and all the civil unrest and all the lawless, all lawlessness, all that we see going on and how our youth are really getting out of control. We can't go out and eat and just, you know, it just feels so different. <laughs> amen. And this is supposed to be a joyous season, right? This is the birth of our Lord. Amen. That's what we're celebrating. Right? But, you know, with all this going on and with so much uncertainty, it just feels different to me. Amen. But I had great joy today, and I'm going to tell you, you know, in this season to have great joy, I'm going to give you all this hint how to enjoy this Christmas more. <laughs> you all know what you got to do to enjoy this Christmas more. <laughs> Keep Christ in it. That's what you got to do. Amen. Let's not do that. What, what that x thing? Show that Xmas thing, Kimmy. I think I, I got that graphic. I think I got it on paper. <laughs> what we don't want to do is this, amen. <laughs> Let me block the glare for Zelda. We don't want to do this right here, amen. You know, when I first saw that, you know, years and years ago, I thought that was a cool way to say Christmas, huh? <laughs> don't that look like a cool way, or instead of saying I show a crisscross and that means Christmas, that's not it. <laughs> See, the devil is a liar. He's very deceptive. What this is saying is, let's get Christ out of here. X him out. <laughs> Amen. That's what that means. Amen. Let's make it about some other things. Amen. Christmas is, is, is about Christ, saints to God. If you want the fullness of the joy of this season, keep Christ in Christmas. Amen. that's That right there is a d- demonic symbol, if you ask me. Amen. You're just going to cross Christ out of Christmas. You want real, real joy. Keep Christ in Christmas, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. Last week we were on faith, right? I was going down that wall of faith and I wanted to continue that. Amen. Because the Lord showed us some powerful things in Abraham and Enoch and and, uh, Cain and Abel and you know, it was just going down that, that wall of faith. And uh, I wanted to continue, but the Lord wanted me to do this. Amen. He wanted me to give this word about Christmas. And he changed the whole thing. Yeah. And see, I, I had that other word, so it was just all lined up and ready. But it's not my will. Amen. I got to be about my father's business. I got to do what he told me to do. Amen. It's not, I could do whatever I want to do. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. He wanted me to talk about the real meaning of Christmas. Amen. Christ. Amen. It's not Santa Claus. It's not reindeers. It's not elves. It's not about the amount of presents you get or the amount of presents that you don't get. Amen. The real meaning of Christmas is just simply Christ. Everybody say amen to that. We got to keep Christ in Christmas, saints of God. See, the Christmas holiday is supposed to be a celebration of the birth of Christ. Amen? <laughs> That's the first thing we should be thinking. Before all those other commercial things <laughs> show up, we should be thinking, thank you, Jesus, for the birth of your son who saved us from hell and damnation. Amen? That's what Christmas is supposed to be celebrating, the birth of our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah, Lord. Imagine, Saints of God, the celebration and the joy the world could exude if everyone could understand what Christmas really was about. Think about it. Think about the the, 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 the energy, the you know, that would be coming out, the joy if we just understood the birth of Christ and celebrated that. Amen. It wouldn't be all this, you know, sorrow. They say this is the sorriest time of year. That shouldn't be. We're celebrating the birth of Christ. This should be the most joyous time of year of anything. Amen. Jesus died for us. He connected us back to God. We were disconnected by sin. He died for our sin. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Christmas is a celebration of Jesus Christ, the birth of Jesus, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. He came so we can have real life, saints. Abundant life, eternal life. And, and, the, and the Lord set it up so beautiful. Amen. The plan of God is so beautiful, saints of God. Amen. As I was studying it, oh, it just, it just looked so beautiful. And I'm going to share it with you all today. Amen. Matter of fact, let's take a look at it. Let's, let's, I'm going to show you how God paved the way for Jesus. Amen. How he paved the way so beautifully for the birth of Jesus. Amen. Believe me, saints of God, he knew Adam was going to fail. Amen. But he, he has a great love for us. Huh? We just need to know that we need him. We can't X him out of our, of anything. (laughs) Amen. First of all, we X him out of the day we are supposed to celebrate with him, less known our lives. (laughs) Think about that. If we can't even have Christ in the the day that we are supposed to be celebrating Christ. Huh? The devil certainly want to X him out of our life. Huh? He don't want you with God on anything. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So we're going to look at today how God paved the way for Jesus. And one way he did it was with John the Baptist. You all remember John the Baptist? <laughs> he, he paved the way for Jesus when he cried out in the wilderness that Jesus was coming. You all remember that? Let's, let's talk about the birth of John before we get into the birth of our Lord and Savior. Jesus the Christ, which is what Christmas should be all about, saints, the birth of the Christ, right? So here's what happened. The angel Gabriel spoke to Zacharias to let him know that he would have a son named John. And John would make ready a people prepared for the Lord. That's what John's purpose was. Amen. But Zacharias didn't believe the angel. So the angel silenced him. It silenced his unbelief. The angel told Zacharias, Behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day those things were performed. Amen. Hear me on that, saints of God. Look, I want y'all to see clearly how he prepared prepared the way for Christ to be born, to come into, into this earth legally, since he had gave it to us and we lost it, we gave it away. So he had to prepare, have another plan to get back to us. And I want you all to see this plan. Amen. So if you could, let's, let's read a little bit of the story because the Bible calls Zacharias a righteous and a blameless man. Amen. And he was a priest. So if you could turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, saints to God. We're looking at, we're talking about Christmas today. The real meaning of it, which is Christ, the birth of Christ, and I want to show you how God paved the way. Amen. Everybody in Luke chapter one, look at verse two, Look at verse five. Start there. It said, there was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, you all remember Herod, right? Herod the great, he was a great king. The days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah. And his wife was of the daughters of Aaron. And her name was Elizabeth. So we got Zacharias and Elizabeth, right, Saints? Zacharias mean his name means Jehovah has remembered. That's what Zacharias means. And Elizabeth said was one of Aaron's daughters. So Elizabeth was a godly woman. Amen. And when it says, it says, and uh, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia. The course of Abia was a priest in the time of David. That was one of uh, Zacharias' descendants. Amen. So, So Zachariah and, and Elizabeth were godly. Okay. I just wanted to show you that. Look at verse 6. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. (laughs) So it says, Zacharias and Elizabeth were walking in the ordinances of God, and they were both righteous folks, and they were blameless. Amen? But here's a question. Here's a question. This is one I have for the Lord. If a person is righteous and blameless before God, Are they faithful? (laughs) That's a good question right there. Huh? What you all think? I think they would be. If you're righteous before God and if you're blameless before God, it seemed like you would be faithful. Amen? (laughs) All right, let's read on. Verse 7. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. So, if you were barren in that day, that was like a disfavor to you. Huh? Especially if a, Hebrew, if a Hebrew woman was barren, people kind of looked down on her. Amen? And here we see, two, we see a couple who are devoted to God with no children, right? But the community looked down on them. Amen? Because they didn't have any children. And the scripture also said, and they were past the age to have children. Because it said they both were well stricken in years. Right? Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So again, we got this this righteous, blameless couple who couldn't have any children, that the community kind of looked down on them. Amen? Because Elizabeth was barren. Look at verse 8. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. So here, here's what the scripture is saying. Is Zacharias's job was to keep the incense burning day and night before entering into God's temple. Amen. And that was a high honor. When a priest, because the, the priest kind of rotated, but when a priest was chosen to do that, that was a high honor, saints. It was symbolic of the prayers of the saints. They would, they would look at it as a sweet-smelling savor before the Lord. Okay? So the one priest would offer the incense while the rest of the priests and worshippers stood outside the holy place, and they would pray. Y'all got the picture? Okay, I'm going to show you something. Look at verse 10. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Now, they were all outside praying, saints. And an angel of the Lord appeared unto Zacharias. Amen. I want you all to follow me on this one. So Zacharias is is in there. He burnt his incense. He went into the temple. All the other priests and the worshipers were outside praying and an angel appeared to Zacharias. Amen. You all following me? Thank you Jesus. God bless you elder. God bless you brother Joe. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah Lord. Again, it says, and the whole multitude of people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared an, unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. So they were all outside praying, and the angel appeared to Zacharias, verse 12. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. <laughs> Think about that, saints. You're in your holy place praying, and an angel appears to you. Amen. In front of you. <laughs> It says trouble and fear came on him. Amen. He's the priest now. Thank you, Jesus. We're talking about today, Christmas, and how God paved the way for Jesus. And the real meaning of Christmas is Christ. Amen. So we're talking about. Not Santa Claus, not elves, not, not uh, anything. The real meaning of Christmas is Christ. And we can't take Christ out of Christmas. None of this right here. We can't have that. See, that's Xmas. Uh, we thought that was cool. I, I had no idea. Man, that's such a cool way to write Christmas. No, that's the devil taking Christ out of Christmas. Huh? <laughs> that's what that is. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm going to show you today how God paved the way, and this was awesome how he did it. Amen? So here we have uh, Zacharias, whom just saw an angel appear in front of him. Amen? And he was kind of troubled. The scriptures say he was troubled and and fear fell upon him. Amen. Look at verse 13. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. (laughs) So, you know what? I'm thinking Zacharias must have been praying for a son, and God answered his prayer, right? Because the angel said, Don't be afraid. God heard your prayer. He's gonna give you that son. Is that what, what happened? Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. So the angel spelled it out. You're gonna have a son, and his name is going to be John. Amen. Y'all with me? Okay. Look at verse 14. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You remind me of somebody else in the room. <laughs> praise God look at verse 14 and thou shall have joy and gladness and many shall rejoice at his birth look what he's telling Zachariah now, amen thank you Jesus he said with this son you're going to have joy and gladness and many are going to rejoice at his birth look at verse 15 for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. <laughs> Lord have mercy. This is a special child, ain't it? Look at verse 16. And many of the children of Israel shall, shall he turn to the Lord their God. This baby boy is special, right? The, the one they praying for I'm talking about. Huh? The one Zacharias was in there praying for, and the angel came and said, yep, don't don't be afraid of me. Huh? This is what I'm about to do for you. Look what he's about to do for him now. I want y'all to see this, saints of God. Look at verse 17. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see what this special baby boy is going to do. <laughs> you pray for them baby. Jasmine, you hear me when you pray for them baby boys? Huh? <laughs> Jasmine called me up <laughs> and say <said, laughs> Mr. Rudy. <laughs> she was going to go to 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 have the 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 gender revealed of the baby, right? So she called me up. I say What's up, daughter-in-law? She said, Mr. Beauty, I, I want a little boy. She said, Can you pray for me that I have a little boy? That's what she said. <laughs> Amen. Lord have mercy. <laughs> and I told her, I said, Let's pray that prayer. And I asked God to give her the desires of her heart based on his will. I say, Lord. Give your daughter the desires of her heart based on your will, though. And you got what you desired. She was so pleased. I came home that day. And you know, they was all in the yard, and you know, you get when they, they was getting ready to do the gender reveal. They had just found out. Now they're getting ready to do the reveal. And they got blue, a blue uh uh smoke bomb, like, and a pink one. And when they lit that blue smoke bomb up, everybody went cra- <laughs> is that how it happened am I, am I right doing it all <laughs> praise God thank you Jesus hallelujah Lord the Lord gave her the desires of her heart thank you Jesus but Jasmine please listen to me please listen to me <laughs> cause when I was reading this you leaked into my spirit so I'm talking to you right now <laughs> that little baby in your womb is real important Amen. <laughs> he's real important. You hear me? Watch how you train him. Carlton, are you hearing me? Watch how you train that baby. Okay? Because he's special. He is special. George <laughs> oh, uh-huh. oh, already prophesied that. Amen. <laughs> he prophesied that already. Amen. But but now the Lord is revealing it. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you all. The total Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Be careful how you handle them, Jasmine, and stay prayerful how you train them up. Jasmine and Carlton, you hear me? Look at verse 18. And Zachariah said unto the angel... Whereby shall I know this? For I am old, and my wife well stricken in years. See, here we go. This is what messes things up. Huh? When you, when you don't believe the word of God, the angel has spoke to him. Now Zechariah is saying, how is this going to happen? Huh? My, my wife is old. Who else did that? Somebody else did Oh, Oh, Abraham and Sarah, right? Remember that? Angel told, told, uh, Abraham and Sarah, hey, I'm going to bless you all with a a baby. I'm going to bless you all. God wants to give you all a son. Amen? And what happened uh, in that story? What happened? Uh, Abraham believed, because Abraham was faithful. But what did Sarah do? Let me see if y'all study y'all. What did Sarah do when when the the angel told her and Abraham that she was going to have a baby? What did Sarah do? She laughed. She laughed. She laughed. But here's what the angel did. In that story, the angel said, Sarah, did you laugh? (laughs) And she tried to play like she didn't laugh, right? He said, oh, no, you laughed. But thank God for faithful Abraham. Abraham was believing it. But they still messed up, though, because what did they do? So they tried to help God. Listen to me. I'm going to just give you this revelation before I go. Don't try to help God. Amen. Amen. Cause when they when the angel said, "Hey, I'ma give you and Sarah a baby," that meant for them. But they gonna help them. No, well, they trying to reason. That's why you can't lean on your own understanding. Well, we can't have a baby, Sarah, cause we you too old, and and so am I. Let's well go on in. She said, "Well, then just go ahead in there to, the, to, to my bondsmaid, and, and we'll have that baby boy through her." Messed up everything. Amen. But God is so gracious. So he had that, that, what was that, Ishmael? Ishmael came forth as the child of, the, of favor, really. Amen? But Isaac was the child of the promise. That's the one he promised. So when, so when the child of the promise came forth, huh? the one that God had promised them, not the one that they tried to help him out with, you know, it, was the, not, it wasn't enough room in that house for all of them. So Ishmael had to go, and, and, uh, and, even, and God is graceful. He still blessed them. But that's why we have all that conflict you see going on right now today over there with Arabs and, and Muslims and see the, the child of, the, of the, uh, the that they created, because really it was the child of their hands, what they decided to help God with, and that's what, what Islam and, and, and Judaism and all that, you know what all that's about? You doing it. Your power, your strength. Huh? But the child of the promise, it's all about God doing it. His power, his strength. Amen. Oh, they messed up. But but let's go on. I just went off. I've been going off scriptures lately. Let me stay on this scripture. So he promised Zacharias. The angel told him, you will have a son. And Zacharias is questioning now, whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife well stricken in years. Amen. So, but when God speaks to an angel or if he speaks to us directly and tell us something, what are we going to do, saints? Believe it, because we walk by faith. Amen. Remember I said that the scripture says Zacharias was a righteous and blameless man. But I asked the question, was he faithful? <laughs> I don't know if you got to start questioning, huh? You got to start questioning. Well, what's going on, huh? You got to, you got to believe that angel by faith. You got to believe God by faith, saints. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look what happened when he questioned him. Look at verse nineteen. And the angel answering him said unto him, "I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God." and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. <laughs> Lord, You know what the angel was saying? Do you understand who's talking to you? That's what the angel was saying to him. Do you, oh, do you understand who's talking to I'm Gabriel. I stand in the presence of the Lord. You don't know nothing about that. And you're going to question. The, it's like the Lord was speaking to him. He told him, I'm Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I'm telling you what the Lord want to do for you. Oh, you better hear this word. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at verse 20. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Oh, That's a lot of revelation in that scripture right there. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Y'all see what happened? He said, "Look at this." He said, "Behold, I shall be dumb." See this, this right here, just confirms so many scriptures. Words are powerful and have life, huh? <laughs> what come out of your mouth can take shape. Amen. So he had to shut him up. He had to make him where he couldn't speak. He would have been speaking against the promises of God. <laughs> Huh? God told him. what? And see, this is so extreme because I see in some other cases where they question, but he didn't do them like this. But this was important. Why was this important? It was paving the way for our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the birth of Christ, the one who took the sin of the world. That's what this was doing. See, this wasn't nothing to play with. This wasn't nothing that he could not let happen, happen. Amen. Do y'all hear me? So he said again, and behold, thou shalt be dumb and not be able to speak. I can't let you speak. You don't believe. Do you know who I am? I'm Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. And you're going to tell me, well, Well, how can I do that? He said, you can't talk no more. Y'all getting this. It's in y'all Bible. Amen. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. The angel couldn't allow him to speak anymore, saints. The babe's purpose was too great. His daddy would have derailed it with unbelief. Amen. Are you hearing me? Oh, thank you. Look at verse 21. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. People were like, why he in there so long? Huh? They out there praying. He in there praying, and he taking forever to come out. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. Huh? Now here comes Zachariah out of the temple. He can't talk no more. He's talking about somebody come come here. Can You know, he can't speak. Amen. Is that what the scripture saying? And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. So, again, I was saying that when it says the days of his administration, he had to keep those incense burning day and night. That was his job. That was a very high honor. And it said even though he couldn't speak, he accomplished that. He kept doing that. That's what the scripture is saying. And then when that ended, he went back to his house. Look at verse 24. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. What did I tell you? See, the people was looking down on them because she couldn't, she couldn't have a baby. It was like a reproach on you in that day. A Hebrew woman, barren, she can't have babies. But, but Elizabeth said right here, thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. He took that reproach off of her. Gave her the desires of her heart and Zechariah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God looked on her and blessed the saints. He removed the reproach. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Y'all might say, well, it took you long enough, Lord. Huh? They both barren in age, and and now you finally, but see, we know better than that, because what we know about God, he don't live in time <laughs> he lives in forever hey man <laughs> that's what see Abraham then they fail to realize that huh? They see when God tell you something you just think mm, it's gonna happen like that hey man that's the problem and, and especially us I couldn't you know I know they had that too but look at us we used to things happening like that let me warm my food up put it in the microwave two minutes it's ready to go huh we used to things happening quick hey, amen But that's not our God. We know that a day with God is like a thousand years. Amen. That was the script. We just got we just got off of that one, didn't we? It's not a a thousand years is a day to God. It says it's like a thousand years. Remember, he don't live in time. That's just a comparison. So we can have an idea of you mean one day that we do is a thousand years. It could have said 10,000, 100,000. It doesn't matter. Amen. But it's just trying to the Bible was trying to give us a reference so we can see God don't rush to judgment. He don't rush to things. His timing is not our timing because he don't live in time. Amen. But he knows we do. So it's got to happen at a at a appointed time. And it, that's why he says things happen for us in the season. Why does he wait anyway? I'll give you all this quick bonus ahead of time. Why does God wait? Huh? Because he wants to make you wait. What is he doing when he's waiting? What you think? Huh? I can tell you what he's doing because I done messed up so much stuff. You know what he's doing? He's preparing you now so you can keep what, you, what you're asking him for. Huh? So you got to be prepared. He's ready. He's in the now. Amen. God is always ready. But we're not ready. We're asking for things that we're not ready for. So now he has to get, he has to prepare you for the blessing that he's going to give you so you won't mess it up. Because if he give it to you too early, you're going to mess it up. Amen. I'm preaching to myself right now. Amen. You too. <laughs> Come on. See, the truth will make you free. Brother back there trying to get free. He said, you ain't only preaching to yourself. You preaching to me too. Amen. <laughs> Joe, we don't want to get that stuff ahead of time no more, Joe. We'll mess it up. huh? Just let him give it to us in the, in the correct season. He's going to give it to you. Believe me. <laughs> the scriptures say you have need of patience after you pray the prayer that you might receive the promise. You're going to get the promise. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So the Lord took the reproach off of him. Amen. And, and, and Elizabeth was very happy about that. Now we're going to go to verse 57. we had uh, what's we on, 20, 25. Let's go to uh, Luke 1 and 57. Elizabeth's about to have the baby now, Saint to God. And they're going to name this baby, right? She's about to have a baby, and they're going to name the baby. Reminded me of Jasmine again. Why you keep leaping in my? They was talking yesterday about what they're going to name this baby. We're going to name him this. No, that's too contemporary. No, that's too, what'd you say, Jasmine? See, I'm speaking the word. She laughing now because I'm just saying what she said. No, we ain't going to name him this. Let me tell you. Let me help you. Let me help you. That's what God has has gave me this. Name that baby whatever God tell you to name him. Amen? Don't think about me. None of us. (laughs) When God give you that name, Carlton, that's what you name him. Please know it's a lot in the name. We said that last week, right? Abram meant high father, but he changed his name. No, now your name is Abraham, the father of many. Huh? It's a lot in the name. So don't just throw that around willy-nilly. Amen. <laughs> oh, the Lord is speaking today. <laughs> so they about to name this baby. Y'all at y'all uh, Luke 1 and 57, let's look at it. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered. And she brought forth a son. I go to promise. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her. And they rejoiced with her. See, when God showed that great mercy, we all going to rejoice. You better know. You're going to rejoice, but we're going to be rejoicing too. Amen. They say they all rejoice. Look at verse 59. And it came to pass that on the eighth day, They came to circumcise the child and they called him Zacharias after the name of his father. Amen. So the people just automatically say, hey, they ain't had no baby. (laughs) They well in age. God done blessed them. The people just say, This is little Zacharias. Ain't that what happened? That's what the scriptures say. They called him Zacharias. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. What does Zacharias mean? I told you you all earlier, Zacharias means Jehovah has remembered. Amen? So the people called him Zacharias. Look at verse 60. And his mother answered and said, not so, but he shall be called. Come on, saints. John. That's what the Lord had told. That's what the angel had told him. Amen so so when the angel told him that when he came out of there he couldn't, he couldn't speak and all of that he must have took a pad and said honey cause he believe it now he can't talk look honey when that baby comes, <laughs> if, I, if I don't make the delivery we gotta name this baby or whatever the baby's name is John See, he wasn't playing with God no more <laughs> well what should I name him Well, he already told you amen oh, thank you Jesus So, so the mother said, not so, but he, he shall be called John. Huh? Elizabeth knew. Amen. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 61. And they said unto her, there's none of thy kindred that is called by his, by this name. (laughs) What the, what the people saying? Who is John? Don't listen. Jasmine Carlton. Don't listen to the people. Huh? If, if we come up with that fabulous name as y'all like, and God told you all something different, name the baby whatever God tell you to name him. I said, Lord, I'm, tell- I'm saying what you're telling me to say, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> they said, there is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. Who is John? Nobody in your family is named John. And they made signs to his father how he would have him called. So they did not even went around Elizabeth. Elizabeth talking about, nah, the baby's going to be named John. They be like, but, ain't, but you ain't nobody in your family named John. Where's Zacharias? And then they started doing what? Zacharias. Because <laughs> he couldn't speak, right? <laughs> but look, here's, here's some revelation for y'all. Because it said he was made dumb because he was questioning an angel, right? So, it, so Zacharias was made dumb, right? So, but with dumb must come death. Cause we always say that we say deaf and dumb, don't we? We say this person is deaf and dumb. But I'm thinking when it, when the Bible said he couldn't speak, I just thought he couldn't speak. But evidently he couldn't hear either, huh? Because they didn't say Zacharias, uh, what you want to name the baby? They didn't do it. The Bible say they start doing this to him. What you want to name the baby, Zacharias? They start doing signs at him. Amen. Is That what it say. <laughs> And they made signs to his father how he would have called, how he would have him called. Huh? Here's some more revelation for you, too, because today they don't do that. The mama just running the whole show. Huh? I got to speak on that. The mama just running the whole show, saints of God. They don't go to the father no more. Huh? What what'd your mama say? That go. And we didn't got so used to it, we let it go, too. Huh? go to your mama. (laughs) We don't want to make the decisions no more. I'll let her make the decision. Amen. But that's not the way it should be because they went around Elizabeth and said, Zachariah, what what the baby's name going to be? Amen. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 63. And he asked for a writing table and wrote saying, his name is John and what they do, saints. And they all marveled. What? <laughs> they like, what? <laughs> the dad, see, he don't need no sign no more, do he? <laughs> he got it. Did he get it right? Huh? He ain't talking about, well, how's that gonna happen? And, oh, I forgot that you told me. No, he got it now. He said, the baby, give me something to write on quickly. <laughs> the baby name is John. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and they all were, they all marveled at that saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Look at verse 64. And his mouth was open when, saints? Immediately. And his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. Isn't God awesome, saints? He made Zacharias dumb because he had to fulfill this promise. He couldn't let him mess it up. Huh, we got to watch our words, you know. My wife will tell me that sometime too. Sometimes I go off. She said, watch your words. Watch your words. Wow, words are powerful and have life. Amen. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, huh? You gotta watch what come out of your mouth. You hear me, Chucky Bear? Chucky Bear, looking at me. <laughs> we gotta watch what we say, Chucky Bear. Amen. <laughs> Please hear me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 65. And fear came on all that dwelt round about them. And all these sands were noised abroad throughout all the hill of Judea. See, when we are confronted by divine visitation and God is doing that mighty work, saints, that gets around. Amen. But the normal response when God is, you know, when that angel comes out to you or God directly talks to you, you know what the normal response to that is? Fear, amen, it's fear. I mean sometimes God, that's why I, I say when God sometimes speaks some things to me I just got to get so low and it's not a fear that I'm afraid, but it's just a, a humbleness, an allness, an honor, a reverence, that kind of fear, the fear of the Lord, being in all of God. huh? that's what that's what, that's what the angel Gabriel was trying to tell Zacharias. Zacharias, do you know I stand in the presence of God? What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that fear comes about when that happens, saints. Amen. But it's a fear of the Lord that comes when an angel or the Lord speaking to you like that. Look at verse 66. And all they that heard them laid them up in their hearts. And all they that heard Them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. (laughs) See, God's hand was with that baby before he was even born. That's what I'm trying to show you here. That's what this Bible is saying. See, the people knew that baby was anointed. They knew it. That's why they say, What manner of child is this going to be? They knew (laughs) This ain't going to be no regular child. What manner of baby is this going to be? Amen. God in the, <laughs> anointed this baby in the womb. Do y'all remember this story when, when Mary went to visit Elizabeth? Y'all remember that? <laughs> you know, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was Elizabeth's cousin. Do y'all know that? They were cousins. And Mary went to visit her. Amen. But Mary had Jesus in her stomach, and Elizabeth had John in her stomach. I remember that. Say, no, because I skipped right over it. Let me go back and show it to you. Y'all looking at me. (laughs) huh? What y'all mean? We talking about the birth of Christ today. I'm just showing you how he paved the way through John the Baptist. That's what I'm trying to show you. What Christmas really is about. Amen. (laughs) <laughs> alright let's go back and look at that I told you Mary had Jesus in her stomach right and and Elizabeth her cousin had John in her stomach they both was miracles okay Mary Mary got pregnant by her, how the Holy Spirit right and, and Elizabeth got pregnant by Zacharias whom God came and promised many years before after they were supposed to have a baby so they both got some miracles in their belly right All right, look at this. Let's go back. We're still in Luke 1, right? But I skipped over all this because I wanted to get y'all to the certain part. But let me show you something. Y'all back in Luke 1, look at verse 39. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to feed y'all real good today. Y'all hungry? You starving good. (laughs) Because the scripture says if you're hungry and righteous... If you hunger and, right, and, and, and thirst after righteousness, you shall be filled. You're going to be full after this, Brother Joe. Huh? <laughs> and, and ready to celebrate Christmas. Because Christmas is kind of tough to celebrate this year. Again, we got COVID. We got all this civil unrest. We got all this. We can't go out to a restaurant. I mean, it, it, the, the, it's like the, the very essence of it is, is, is it's like it's not. Huh? And then, and then. And then when we, we dump this right here, with no Christ is in it. So the joy is gone out of the holiday. Huh? Satan has slickly made it X This is a celebration without Christ. But we thought it was supposed to be about Christ. Didn't that what we thought? It's his birthday, right? What if it was your birthday and they are doing all these other things that don't have nothing to do with you? <laughs> Think about that. Santa Claus getting the credit, and then it's your birthday. <laughs> no, baby, it's Santa Claus and these cookies and the and the reindeer. What's the real reason? <laughs> Reveal that to me. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm revealing that to you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's go back. We're going back. I said Mary had Jesus in her belly, and Elizabeth had John in, in her belly, right? Luke 1, look at verse 39. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city called Judah, into a city of Judah, amen, and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. So Mary comes in in Zacharias' house and salutes Elizabeth, right? That's her cousin. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Did y'all hear that? Soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's salutation, hey, cuz, what's going on? The baby leaped, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. So what happened to the baby? What you think was happening with him? He was filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey, y'all, y'all got that little tube in y'all, right? Y'all connected, jazz, Whatever you get, he get. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I want y'all to see this. That baby was anointed before he even got here. He was filled with the Holy Ghost before he even came out. Oh, please hear me. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Look at this. Look at this. (laughs) And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Huh? Elizabeth is now prophesying loudly about how blessed Mary is and how blessed the fruit of Mary's womb is. Now listen to this. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? That's, that's powerful. Elizabeth is saying, how, how is it that the mother of my Lord, she know what's in her cousin's belly is the Lord? <laughs> is that what she saying? She said, how is it, Mary, that you the mother of my Lord How did I deserve this visit? That's what she's saying. Amen. Oh, y'all better catch this revelation. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 44. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, Elizabeth is saying, as soon as as I heard your voice, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. (laughs) That's Christmas, saints. Y'all know anything about that Christmas story? Huh? I say, what kind of Christmas story? I'm trying to show you what it's really about. Huh? (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Jesus in his mother's womb and Elizabeth and baby John in her womb rejoicing. That's what just happened. (laughs) You see how this is going to go? Oh, the t- told be calculated. He said, let me show you how this is going to go. <laughs> I like when he say that. <laughs> I love when he say that. <laughs> he said, Pastor, baby, let me show you how this is going to go. <laughs> you see how that went? <laughs> wow. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> all right. We just, I just wanted to show you all that. I just wanted to show you all. I want you all to have some insight on this baby that's in Elizabeth's stomach. But we're really celebrating what? The birth of Christ. Uh, Christmas is about what? <laughs> the birth of Christ. That's what we really celebrate. But I want to show you what all God did to pave this way. huh? So we can quit doing this stuff right here. <laughs> uh, so we cut that out. Bring <laughs> Christ in the holiday. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. All right, let's go back to Luke. We stopped at 66. Okay, here's what we want to know now. Here's what... You know, because I got an inquiry man. So Zacharias, who was made dumb, can speak now, right? Remember, he was made dumb so he wouldn't mess up the promise that John was going to get here to do that important role that he had to do to pave the way for Jesus, right? So now Zacharias can speak, right? The last scripture we read said Zacharias could speak. He started praising God, amen? But I want to know, what after that, what was his words? Now, what did he talk about? Because he was made dumb. I, I know he and He was a priest now. You know he was getting revelation. Amen. You know John was getting revelation. He dumb. He can't speak. Amen. He just all day thinking about that angel that he saw, how all of a sudden he walks out the temple. He can't talk. What the angel told him, how he sees his wife is not pregnant. He's thinking about all that. So I'm really curious to say, what is he about to talk about? Okay, let's see. This is what we're gonna see. Look at verse 67. So, now I'm gonna read 66 again. And all they that heard them lay all they and all they that heard them lay up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. All right, verse 66, 67. And his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Ghost. And prophesied saying, this is what I want to know, what he going to say now? Look at verse 68. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people. And had raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began. That we should be saved from our enemies. And from the hand of all that hate us, amen to that, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham. We talked about that last week, right? That he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve God. I want you all to read that part. Without fear. (laughs) How are we going to serve him? Come on, y'all. Please read this. the Man, see, he was fearful. Talking about what you mean, how you going to do? He ain't that no more. <laughs> huh? Listen to what he's saying. <laughs> I'm going to read that scripture again for you. That he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear. Please get that in your spirit. Amen. Look at verse 75 in holiness and righteousness before him. How long, saints? All the days of our life. That's how we got to serve him. But what if something happened? What if this happened? What if we got to stop? All the days of our life. Oh, please hear me, saints of God. Look at verse 76. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, John about to go before the face of the Lord. He couldn't let Zacharias mess this up. Zacharias got it now. Look how he's prophesying. It's clear to Zacharias the purpose of the child, huh? John will be proclaiming to Israel the proclaim the coming of Christ. That's what he had to do. That's important, huh? He's gonna go ahead and prepare a way for the Lord. Amen. <laughs> And here, you know what his message is going to be? Y'all got to repent. <laughs> That's what John's message was. Repent. Same as Jesus. How <laughs> He was cousins? Repent. You got to repent. Amen. So I can connect you back to the Father. Huh? Because you can't do it in your own strength. That's what he's telling them. You can't get this done by yourself. You got to repent. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. That's what John's message was. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at verse 77 real quick. To give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high have visited us. (laughs) To give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Them two righteous and blameless folks, saints of God, asked God for that son whom God gave to them. But when he gave that son to them, he had an incredible purpose attached to his life, didn't he? (laughs) Huh? How do they say you better watch what you asked for? (laughs) They asked him, Lord, please give us a son. huh? His wife bearing. He in the temple praying. They all outside praying. Lord, we got reproach on us. We don't have any kids. I'm the priest. My wife is a holy woman. Why don't we have any kids? Can you imagine what he's saying? That's how he's speaking to God. I'm paraphrasing for you all. And then an angel popped. Okay, the Lord heard your prayer. He's going to give you that son. And when he when gives him to you, you name him John now he tripping (laughs) what (laughs) you say what (laughs) how am i going where am i going see god know your heart you could say all that mess out your mouth god know this he knew okay he ain't gonna be right he ain't gonna act right dumb him up dumb him up until we give him this promise he can't talk no more oh y'all better look at this (laughs) thank you jesus hallelujah lord Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. What's I saying, saints? God give you what you want or? See, he didn't drop that something better on him. He wanted a little boy. God God dropped that something. See, God has a purpose. Amen. He just don't do things for nothing. We do. We'll do some stuff just to do it. Amen. But everything, when God get involved, it has a powerful purpose because he wants to get us all back right. Amen? So he sent them this powerful son. (laughs) See, they just wanted a son, but they got to something better, saints. Everybody say, God will give you what you want or something better every time. Every single time. I ain't never seen them not do it. huh? I wanted this, and then he gave me that. I wanted this and then he gave me that. Amen. And when he dropped that something better, I'd be forgetting what I was asking. Huh? Once he dropped that, <laughs> that ain't nothing. All right, let me finalize this Christmas message, saints. I wanted just to read these final verses about the birth of our Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. Because I, I, I went through all that to show you how God prepared a way. See, John, he, 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 he gave the birth of John to prepare a way for Christ. That's what John's job was. He was out in the wilderness letting them know he's coming. And then guess what happened? John was powerful. John saw him come. Remember in the wilderness? He said, here he comes, the one I can't even tie shoelaces. Huh? <laughs> I baptized y'all with water, but here come one. he's going to baptize y'all with the fire and the Holy Ghost. That's what you was talking about. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Turn in your Bible to Isaiah 9. Merry Christmas to you. Amen. Our God is awesome. Happy birthday, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that powerful plan. Thank you for that plan, Lord. Isaiah 9, look at verse 6. It says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Everybody say amen to all of that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment, and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Say amen. That's what Christmas is about. Unto us a son son is born. Amen. That's what it's all about. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm getting full. You getting full, Joe? (laughs) I'm full up here. Y'all full. Huh? I know I am. What about y'all on Zoom? Y'all full? I see it's a lot of y'all on Zoom. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to confirm that word and then we're going to stop, okay? I got to confirm that word. It's out of mouth for two or three witnesses. Let every word be established, right? we celebrating Christmas today, the birth of Christ. Amen. And we ain't got no Santa Clauses, no L's, we ain't got none of that. I don't have none of that for you. Amen. <laughs> Let me confirm that last word I read to you. Turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 2. Let's do this dessert. Y'all know around this time I would be fine dining, right? Y'all know I like to fine dine. Bring out the, the, the special silverware and, and plates. And <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Have all kind of little hors d'oeuvres and appetizers and palate preparers. You know, when you really fine dine, they bring out a little something, put it on your palate to prepare your palate to receive the, the food, the real, you know, that, that, that enhance that rich food. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You are ready. Luke chapter 2, look at verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came unto them. Here we go again. <laughs> Here come the angel of the Lord, El Tola. He coming to the shepherds, huh? The angel of the Lord visit the shepherds, huh? <laughs> Listen to this, saints. <laughs> and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. Why do they get afraid when that angel of the Lord come? Huh? That that will humble you. I'm trying to tell you. You let me show you what to do. That that angel of the Lord. What Lord? Lord. Stop. That's how, that's what I do when that angel of the Lord show up. Oh Lord, I be falling all down. I can't wait to get low. Amen. Here we go again. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them. And they were so sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, what did the angel say? Fear not. See, the angel, when you get afraid, when the angel, he always say the same, fear not. Quit being afraid. Oh, please hear me. (laughs) And the angel said, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Fear not, for behold, I bring you glad tidings of joy, which shall be to all the people. The angel said the same thing he said to the same thing that angel Gabriel said to Zacharias. Fear not, Zachariah, I'm bringing glad tidings to you. Amen. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. This time he gave him a sign. He was talking to the shepherds. Remember the other time he talked to Zacharias. This time he said, "And here's, your, here's the sign I'm going to give to y'all shepherds. You're going to find this baby laying in a manger. See, he wanted this word to get out. Now, see, the shepherds have to get the word out. Amen. So he's going to give them a little something, something so they can get the word out. Amen. <laughs> and this shall be a sign unto you. He didn't dumb them up. huh? When they got all afraid, you know, he said, I'm going to give y'all a sign to let y'all know. Huh, this, this babe is born. Amen. Wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praying God, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward man. Merry Christmas, thanks to God. Amen. That's the birth of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, We got Christ in Christmas. Amen. Everybody say amen to that. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) But the flyers say, Savior of the world, his birth. Amen. And then I got that same scripture. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and the name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward man. Oh, Lord, we thank you for your word today on Christmas, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Happy birthday to you, Lord. We just give you the glory and praise and honor this day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you will not have us to be ignorant, Father. Not when it comes to your word, Lord. Thank you for that, Lord. Say glory, we say hallelujah to you. And blessed be your holy name, in Jesus' name.